It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. That was a big win for the Braves last night, Whoa. to be sure. It is Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Bonus Carlin versus Joe. You're welcome. We welcome in right now ESPN baseball analyst Eduardo Perez this afternoon on ESPN Radio. He has got game three of the Astros and Twins coming up in just a bit. Of course, later on tonight, game three, Orioles and Rangers. This Astros twin series is knotted up at one apiece. Eduardo, we appreciate it, man. So let's start, though, with what we had from that open uh, just a moment ago with the Braves and the Phillies last night. What has been your biggest takeaway through the first two games in that series uh first of all it's you know i love the fact that they're going back to philly one to one the fact that yesterday the braves showed resiliency coming back from a four nothing deficit something that they had never been able to do before and and uh we saw that but it's just the fact that brian snicker continues to just believe in his offense believe in his players trust his players trust in their defense and i think yesterday the biggest difference was the ability that the braves had to defend compared to the ability that the phillies had to defend and you know those two errors from turner even though one did even though they did not score in the second inning turned over the lineup and then the second error scored the first run and gave the braves a reason to believe Take us through the final sequence of the game, a a historic double play. We had never seen something like that in the playoffs before with the big play made in the outfield and then doubling up Harper at first base. What was Harper doing there? What do you mean, the 8-5-3? That's how usually games finish all the time. Just a casual 8-5-3 double play in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, we see that every other week, don't we? I mean, you're absolutely right. First time ever in postseason play that 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 a game ends that way. And it was... It was euphoric. You look at it and you're like, oh, wow, what a great play. But then when the camera showed Harper past second base, having to go back tag second, my first inclination was like, what's he doing on the other side? Because automatically when I watch a game and I know runner at first, you're up by one, you're down, you know, you're, you're up one as a defender, the outfield takes a good seven steps back. You're trying to be at least seven feet behind your original position. So he was 322 feet from home plate to be exact, and that's Michael Harris the second. That that happening, the fly ball hit to the warning track like that. Bryce has to know that because he's an outfielder by trait, and he has to know that they're playing deep. Plus, you have to check the runners. And for him to have put his head down at second base and then just realize, let me take another peek, and he sees that Michael's about to make the play – it's too late for him. And they were fortunate that Austin Riley was right there, makes a nice backhand play and the finish to Olsen. The emotions, that's the most emotions I've seen out of out of Olsen at all on a baseball field. And it was just a dynamic ending. But I don't think it's going to define the rest of the series. Because now when they go back to Philly, that those fans 
at Citizens One uh, Citizens Bank Ballpark. It's 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 dynamic. It's unique. It is as good as it gets. And they have to be happy that at least they got out of Atlanta with a 1-1 tie. And now they control their own destiny in Philly as far as game three and four. Eduardo Perez with us, ESPN baseball analyst. You mentioned Citizens Bank Park. What has this turned into such an incredible home field advantage? What has been the key? I think the fan, the fans are the fans have just taken a a love for this team. They've identified with this team. It's 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 unique. I think the energy that the that the bench has as well. When you look at them, the, the dugout, it's the same energy that the the stadium has. As soon as the gates open, fans start pouring in. Ownership has a lot to do with it as well. I saw John Middleton throwing balls over the screen, and I'm talking about. Not just one, not just five, not just 15, a dozen. He threw an entire bag of baseballs out to the fans before the game. Ownership understands they are as good as their fan base, and they put a heck of a product out there. And Dave Dombrowski has done a great job of identifying the cast of characters that are wearing that Phillies uniform. And it's not just the veteran guys. They got Rojas in center field that can patrol that really well. They got Stott at second base that has shown that he's made the adjustment to hit the fastball. They love their pitchers. They love and, – and look – what better place than watch the Philly Fanatic? Let's be real. I mean, all in all, it's, a, it's just a great environment in Philly. There, there, there is no better mascot in all of sports ever. Absolutely. No, no. Absolutely. he's fantastic. Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at the – this is near and dear to Carlin's heart. His, uh, actually, no, we're going to go to the – I want to go Rangers-Twins for a second because we got that one coming up. Tell me about Sonny Gray. I think very quietly he has been pitching outstanding as of late. If the numbers are correct that I have in front of me, one or fewer earned runs in seven of his last eight starts, which includes his playoff start in the previous round, that's going to be a tough, tough task for Houston, is it not? Yeah, Sonny's been really good. Sonny's been so good that even Michael Brantley's not in the lineup tonight, you know, today, this afternoon. Um, Michael Brantley, because he throws a changeup really well, he throws a 12-6 curveball with a high spin rate as well, and it just, it's reverse splits. So they're going to go with Yanir Diaz uh, as a designated hitter today, and Sonny Gray, I mean, he's had 17 outings this season in which he's allowed zero or one earned run, all right? That just tells you how good he's been, and that's the most in Major League Baseball. And he's, you know, he's taken his game to another level since the beginning of August. He's been solid. He's been, he's been impressive. Jordan Montgomery's right there with him. Blake Snell, who most likely will win the National League Cy Young Award, is right there also. So Sonny Gray has been as impactful. He's been better on the road than at home. But last time he pitched, he pitched here. And let's not forget the dynamic play that he and Carlos Correa put together to get Vladimir Guerrero Jr. out at second base. The guy's aware of everything, and that's a veteran pitcher, and he is loving pitching here in this environment. Eduardo Perez with us, ESPN baseball analyst. Quite simply, how are the Rangers doing it after they were stumbling down the end of the regular season, and all of a sudden they have turned it on? I think it's leadership. I think it's a veteran presence they have up the middle. And they get it. Corey Seager and, and, and Marcus Simeon, both those guys are even keel. They don't try to do more than what they have done. And I think it, it's infectious throughout the entire team. And then when you look in the dugout, you look at Bruce Bochy, who has the perfect tone of voice to be able to, to manage a Texas Ranger team. Doesn't panic. He's been there. 
the players trust him. I think that's huge. I think we've seen a lot of teams not trust their managers because of moves of taking out their pitchers early or not. He trusts his players, and the players reciprocate that, and it plays. And it plays in a major way. They've been on the road together for a long time. And there are two things that can happen um, that can really happen in a negative or positive way when you're on the road a lot. And they were able to win. They lost those three out of four games in Seattle. They lost the division. They could have easily put their heads down. Instead, they went to Tampa, and they played baseball. And they played with energy. And they beat the Rays those two games there. And they've gone to Baltimore and done the same. And now it's going to be, it's going, it's going to be awesome to watch this team in Arlington. Game three, Astros-Twins coming up in just a little bit. 4.07 Eastern time, first pitch. Our coverage begins right after us about 20 minutes from now. Eduardo, thanks for the time, and have a great call. I thought we were going to do more Philly Fanatic stuff, but I love it. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks. Appreciate it. That's a mistake on our behalf when you think about it. We didn't do enough Philly Fanatic stuff right there. That's fair. You know, I'm very tight with the Fanatic. Have an amazing relationship with the Fanatic. What am I... I'm going to be honest with you here, and this is a crossroads for you and I. We've been working together over a month. You yeah. know how I feel about the Phillies. Yeah. If you're messing with me right now. I'm not. I'm going to – it's going to cause a little bit of an issue. If you're tight with him, I'd like to hear more about it. But if you're just messing with me, then I'm going to ask you to – I'm going to ask you to stand down. How many people do you personally know that have gone out on the truck with him and launched hot dogs into the crowd? Well, it would appear the number is about to be one. That's accurate. Also, a lot of conversation about hot dogs in the last 45 minutes. Exactly. Let's get some lunch. Let's get lunch. Let's get lunch. (laughs) Uh, No, listen, I put it this way. I knew when I went to Philadelphia, there were just a couple of relationships that were going to be exceptionally important if I'm going to make it work in that town. And that guy, you get on that guy's good side. (laughs) You got it made in the shade, my friend. You, you forget about the, the mayor. You forget about Howie Roseman. You no, no, sidle no. up right Howie next hated to the fanatic. <laughs> Howie hated me. The fanatic, we good. Day betting alert. Yes. Day betting alert. Carlin versus Joe. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, let's buckle up. Had an awful Monday, 0-2 down, 2.2 units. So overall, the show, 32-28-1, up just 0.42 units. (sighs) Got to stay out of the red. Here we go. Mm. Three bets for you in baseball today. Our first ever purely exclusive baseball card. Number one, Astros Twins under eight runs. Number two, Sonny Gray over 14 and a half outs recorded. Those two go hand in hand, so I'll explain them here. As we just talked about, Sonny Gray has been incredible this season. No one's talking about it. 2.79 ERA. It drops to 2.67 when pitching at home. One or fewer earned runs allowed in seven of his last eight starts. I believe the Twins will lean on him today to where he gets us over 14 and a half outs, which essentially means let's get through five innings here. And I think it helps keep us under eight total runs as the Twins have played to a lot of under so far this postseason. Those are your first two bets. Number three, we bet with the family this time around. Mm. Texas minus 135 over the Orioles. I don't have a whole lot for you. The Orioles had a great regular season. 
They start the playoffs at home. They lose both games, and now they're headed to Texas. I feel like they're probably demoralized, and the Rangers stick the fork in them. So three pizza monies for you. Number one, Houston and Minnesota under eight runs. Number two, Sonny Gray over 14 and a half outs recorded. Number three, Texas Rangers minus 135 over the Baltimore Orioles. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescott, end zone touchdown, Dallas. His stats are deserving of him being at least top 10. We all believe in Dak Prescott. Touchdown, Dak Prescott. The thing that impressed me most about Prescott was his leadership. I just want to be great. That's what I do each and every day to take another step to being that. I didn't see great on Sunday night. I saw not great. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. By the way, the road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action right here. ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Joseph, Jerry Jones doubling down on his quarterback this morning on 105.3 The Fan. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl. And um, uh, that's that's the way that's going to be. Uh, we have uh, other quarterbacks on that roster, and uh, and, and uh, uh, players that uh, certainly, if something should happen to Dak. But I want to be real clear: uh, Dak's very capable of making this team be where we want it to go. You know, it just more and more sounds like he's trying to talk himself into it. And we've discussed this a bit during the show today that. The bigger problem is not necessarily Dak Prescott. It, it's really the guy who has been making the decisions for quite some time. Because if you look at how these other teams, specifically in the NFC, have been constructed over the last 10 to 15 years, the teams that have had sustained success, they have had great leadership in position. They have had John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. They have had, uh, you know, John Schneider and Pete Carroll. They have had Sean McVay and Les Snead. They have had Howie Roseman. All of these teams in the NFC have consistently had excellent personnel men working with really good coaches. And when you look at Dallas, the big difference between the Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers and the top-level teams is not Dak Prescott. It's the fact that Dak Prescott is there to begin with because of who put him there. The gap really exists between the decision makers of those two teams. Before we get to that, I do want to address the comments he made backing Dak up, supporting Dak. I think he deserves some credit for that. A lot of people are going to look at that and they're going to say he's full of crap, this isn't the guy, and they're going to come up with a lot of reasons for why it's being said. What are his other options as a leader? What are his other options as an owner of that football team? If you go on the radio... Every week to talk about the Cowboys, you know you're going to be asked questions about quarterback play. It just comes with the territory. That's how it's going to be. And I doubt Jerry's going to run from him. So they're going to ask him about Prescott. Now, if he comes out and says anything other than he supports Dak Prescott, that is not only going to be a massive news story, it is going to be a massive distraction in the locker room. You don't need those types of problems right now when you're trying to come off that San Francisco game and get this back on track. Like, what he's doing is smart because he's not allowing there to be another issue piled on top. And people might say, well, that's easy. Well, look at Jim Irsay in Indianapolis. Jim Irsay created a huge mess for his organization with the Jonathan Taylor situation. Now, he's the owner of the team. He can say whatever he wants. But sometimes, oftentimes, most of the time, your words have consequences. And saying that caused a huge rift with Taylor and a problem, and they eventually ended up paying him, and hopefully everyone moves forward in harmony, but you never know. So I credit Jones for going out there and saying the right thing. 
Because instead of this being a story about how Jones isn't supporting Dak, the Cowboys need to move on from Dak, that hurting Dak's confidence and causing a problem in the locker room, he said what needed to be said so everyone could move on. I thought that was the right move, don't you think? Listen, I I wouldn't expect him to say much else, but he says it so definitively. I want you to listen to it again, okay? Okay. And the way he says... That's just how it's going to be. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl, and uh, uh, that's that's, uh, that's the way that's going to be. Uh, we have uh, other quarterbacks on that roster. When he says that, it is saying to me, he's the guy, he's not going anywhere, suck it up and get used to it. And I wouldn't expect him to say anything negative toward Dak Prescott. But if you just shorten the sentence a little bit, which is not something Jerry is known to do, if you just say, if we didn't believe in Dak Prescott and his ability to lead us to the Super Bowl, he wouldn't be here. It's not, then suck it up. He's going to be here. I'm right. You're wrong. See, this to me sounds more like Jerry taking it the extra mile here, and I am buying into and trying to talk myself into my own hype because ultimately who brought Dak Prescott here and who handed Dak Prescott the money me me so as much as I'm going to back up Dak in this really I'm backing myself up more because I made this selection and that certainly could be what it is as well. He's still convinced Dak's the guy so he's trying to tell everyone look y'all can ask what you want you can think what you want We believe in him. He's our guy. He's going to get us to the Super Bowl. In that case, that's his belief. It's his team. It's his money. He'll suffer the consequences if it doesn't work out. Probably not the end of the world for someone like him. But to your original point of how this team is constructed and how they do their business, why wouldn't you want more smart people around you to help you with running this team? Right? Jerry's good. But... You got so much you're up against in the NFC. You got so much you're up against at large. Brilliant football minds everywhere. Everyone looking for an edge. Why would you go out of your way to have less voices involved, to have less personnel people who could come to you and possibly give you an edge in development, in coaching, in recruiting, whatever it may be? It just feels like the Cowboys are operating with an older system that has produced some decent results, but not Super Bowl caliber results. Now... As we shift from the Cowboys for a moment over to the Carolina Panthers for a second, this is interesting. Frank Reich speaking in a press conference. Uh, Evan, was this today? Was this just a little while ago? This was today. About the involvement of the owner, David Tepper, in everything. There's different philosophies in ownership. You know what I mean? Some owners kind of stay, stay away and, and don't engage a whole lot. Other owners do, and his philosophy is he's going to engage. And um, and listen, it's only been a short experience, but it's been a really good experience. Uh, it hasn't been fun, you know. It's not fun. Those those meetings aren't. I wouldn't characterize them as fun meetings, um, but those meetings make me better, and I trust they make us better. Now he says they have been fun because obviously they're losing games here, but all of them. To be precise, they've lost all of them. All of them. Uh, Adam Schefter did report back in March that Bryce Young was favored by David Tepper, while C.J. Stroud may be preferred by Frank Reich. 
<laughs> and that's a tough pill to swallow right now when you compare what's going on with these two quarterbacks. And, and listen, let, let's call it what it is. You watch Bryce Young play, he looks small. He looks small. I, I'm not second-guessing it or anything here. I liked Stroud from the beginning. I'll just pat myself on the back and tell you that I thought he was the better player. But at the same time, I didn't think Bryce Young was going to be bad. Was really hoping we could get that in there. That was that was your three and a half hours of radio today. It was important to get that in there that you had Stroud over Young. Well, I did. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know. That's all. <laughs> it's only a look. For, it's only five games. Stroud does look better. Young has already gotten banged up. It doesn't look good in Carolina. This is going to be a situation worth monitoring. Absolutely. The way the but, betting markets reacted to that, there right. was definitely a difference of opinion in Carolina. Right, but more importantly. I told you this several months ago. (laughs) That was me who said Stroud better than Young. Don't forget today's message. I had to slide that in. Thanks for listening to the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.